Welcome to That International Life, stories from around the world, but mostly from Poland. Hi, today, unfortunately, we've had some issues with scheduling, actually, for a couple weeks now, and um, so I don't have any guests. Today, the guests were sick, and another one wasn't able to come, and a few of them have been busy with papers. So, unfortunately, uh, I have no guests. Today, we're going to uh, do something a little different, and we can do different things because I only have two episodes. So my uh, roommate came home. She saw that I had worked and set up all the equipment and suggested that maybe she could interview me, which makes me a little bit nervous, but uh, it'll be okay. She has prepared a few questions, but I have yet to see them, and I don't know what they are, so hopefully there won't be too many awkward pauses. But anyway, I thought maybe it would be a good way for... uh, you all to get to know me unless they're weird questions we'll see okay so oh my roommate's name is Edite (laughs) it is not just kidding sorry what's your name Edita what's your can you repeat (laughs) Edita good job no what's your (laughs) sorry everyone my roommate doesn't know my name it's okay guys so but people call me Eja that's my nickname and how I explained it to everyone is like edge of something, edge. Anyways, so I am I have the privilege on, of interviewing Rachel. Well, that's her name, and I pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so maybe first question for starters. Um, you spend most of your time learning Polish. So what do you think about Polish language? Generally, honestly. Um... It's very, very hard. That's... <laughs> that's Has it, it any more thoughts? Um, no, well, it's it's pretty tough. It's. I think that sometimes I... Well, I've never learned another language besides English when I was a baby and Polish. And unfortunately, Polish was my second language. So I think... Actually, maybe that's good because I have no idea what to compare it to. And so... In my mind, I'm like, oh, this every language is as hard. And then I realize people spend two years and they can, like, speak fluent Spanish, you know. And I'm still, like, reading kids' books and trying to make sentences that are grammatically correct. Yeah, yeah. I still wonder why you chose, like, one of the hardest languages in on earth to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite Polish word and why? Mm. I know you have a couple of them. You have t-shirts with them. Mm, I would say... Oh, that's hard. I know, you didn't know the question, that's why it's yeah, hard. It's, well, and there's a lot of words out there. So, um, I really... I know the ones I don't like, for sure. And unfortunately, they're ones that are often used. I don't like the word for three. <laughs> which one? Which, word, which, is, which is? No, I'm not going to say it because I, I don't like the way I say it. Mm. So you can say it. Maybe. Go ahead. Three. Yeah. And I feel like when I say it, I sound like. A so that's why you never buy three of things. Like yeah. you're coming to the counter and you're like, can I have four of can those I have things? Four <laughs> kilograms of strawberries, please. <laughs> you never take three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's why. Um, I. I really like, well, it's, it's kind of silly, but I like um, pravdopodobnie. Which means? Probably. Mm-hmm. Because it really was one of the first words that was r- 
really hard that I was like riding my bike back in the States when I was learning it. And I would be like, like trying to learn how to say it. So I think maybe because I had uh, worked on, I had practiced that one a lot. It, it meant more to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Had more meaning, which is, you know, it's a common word too. Um, a good one for foreigners is sunglasses. Cause yeah. Yeah. Which I probably I said it wrong because I said no, it slow. that was correct. But yeah. it's fun, and then you show it know how it's spelled, and then they freak out. So yeah, in English it's sunglasses, but in Poland, in, in Polish you have to say okulary przeciwsłoneczne. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So uh, yeah, I guess I like those words. I mean, what words do you th- remember that I like? Because I speak. Polish oh, you like zlef. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Which means sink. Yeah, I remember we went to the camp and we were playing, how do you call that game? Hangman yes. or something. And everybody had to give the word and guess letters and win or something. And then, so every we were all Poles and we had words and like everybody was losing. We all guessed their words right away. But then Rachel came to the board and she like wrote, and like she, we kept on guessing letters and we never guessed like, we totally lost, and it was left. <laughs> I don't know why. It was too short. Yeah, too. Well, there. I think they were trying to think of words I would know too. Oh, and we I would like. Think you okay, I like. Piwa wine so No, yeah. which, which is uh, chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And I like a lot of animal ones, but we won't get into that because yeah. that's a that's a, a chainsaw is everyday word. Yeah, you you see chainsaw every day. You know. Yeah, live in the ghetto. <laughs> well. That leads to my second question. No joke, I, it's on my se- it's second on the list. Where exactly do you live in Wrocław, and why do you like it here? Because I know where you do. So, where exactly in Wrocław you live? Uh, well, I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I don't know <laughs> which direction people are always saying. I live in the north, and this, and I don't know exactly. You live on the east side. Ah. I, East side. And I was in Flagstaff. Okay. So anybody who... <laughs> Good to know now, huh? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, cause when I, because when I lived in Flagstaff, I lived in the east side. Or east side. I think I did. Anyway, and now I'm wondering if I got that wrong too. But I lived in Sunnyside, for those of you who know. And many people would say, how can you live there? Do you feel like you're going to die? Um, or something's going to happen. But I loved living there. And when I moved here, I lived in a different area. But... I recently moved um, to um, an area that was known 10 years ago for being pretty bad. And and it's called Trojkont Bermudski, which is the Bermuda Triangle. So Say it again. No, it's just, it's, it's too powerful <laughs> a word. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I moved here, everyone was like, are you from who have lived here for a while? We're like, or do you feel safe? And I really like it because mm, I like it because there's a lot of people all the time outside. And I like it because most, these are just people like everywhere, like everywhere else in the city. And often these people know, I mean, this area, no one wants to live in because they've decided that, Oh, these people are bad people and they don't, I don't think they're bad. I think it's, you know, a different lifestyle, a different neighborhood. And I'm excited to live here because no one else wants to live here. So 
And then there's always, we live on the ground floor. So right behind our house, there's an alley and there's kids playing out there. So yeah, it's a lot of fun because you go outside and they'll talk to you and sometimes. And then obviously there's downsides to it as well. A lot of people, but this is like in Poland, other places too, but especially here, there's a lot of times there's like dog poop on the sidewalk. That's gross. <laughs> That's one thing that doesn't make it to Instagram yet, <laughs> but I will be putting that in at some point. The real, real Poland sometimes. Oh, actually, can you tell something about the buildings in this neighborhood? Like how are they different from the place where you used to live before in Wrocław? Right. Because I think it's pretty interesting. Well, um, where I used to live, well, Poland is an, int- or Wrocław is an interesting city and Poland is, is an interesting country. <laughs> no, but um, Wrocław was a lot of different countries city for a while. Like it just switched around. And at one point it was German. And then, so the place I lived before, I'm not going to get too boring, but um, was like communist blocks, which means it's just like a big square apartment building and they're all kind of the same and then um this new area or the old area i guess is all buildings from the like the 20s and 1900s and so at one time it was like the really rich place to live and so actually it was um like really beautiful like even our staircase in the hallway not in the apartment is like wood still and carved and you can see where things would be really pretty back in the day and then also um so yeah they actually have had a few movies filmed here uh the steven spielberg uh bridge of spies bridge of spies all i could think of was Spieg. <laughs> i don't know so <laughs> yes um that movie was filmed here and they've had there's going to be another movie soon to be filmed here but a lot of the world war Two after World War II or Berlin movies where they try to, you know, do with the Berlin Wall and the split and filming that, they they do it here because it's a perfect location and it's all original and stuff. So, but so yeah, it's pretty cool. If you check out the blog uh, post or the show notes, I'll put some pictures of this area. Yeah. and Even o- maybe the dog poop. Oh, so also... Since I am your roommate, we live in the same apartment and I know where you live. <laughs> oh, since uh, I know that you like to walk with your dog to the park and there is a nice park around here. Well, what can you tell about your dog, which you will tell his name, um, in Poland? How is he doing? Is he pretty fluent in Polish, you think? Ah, uh, yes. The common question. <laughs> Alex is Alex. His name is Lord Alexander the Great, and yes, he is pretty fluent. He, he listens about as well as he does in English, in Polish. So, that's good. That what's his Polish name? Uh, Król Alexander Wielki. No, so mm-hmm. that's his Pol- Polish name, and people will get excited. And old men who meet him on the street then ask if he, they can shake his paw after they find out his real name. <laughs> so he's pretty good. He does well. He's he's good in the apartment, although in the summertime, that's his, um, probably his hardest season, not only for the hot weather and the fact that he doesn't like to run in that, but there are also, like, in the States, you can grill, like, I think on your bar or your balcony, but here you can't have a 
barbecue in the apartment or like by the apartment, you have to go to the park. And so people have these little grills and they're out there and, and they're always grilling kielbasa, Polish sausage. And Alex has become the master. Um, he's like Yogi the Bear and he goes to every single uh, picnic and then sees which ones are not being guarded and then returns to them and he's multiple times stolen whole kielbasa, kielbasa off of the kielbasas. <laughs> I guess I have to pluralize it the English way. But yeah, he, he's really bad about that. So we've been, or I've been trying to work with him. He hasn't been helpful. So unfortunately it's a single-handed effort. Yeah. And unfortunately he doesn't share the kielbasa he, he finds no. or he steals. Yeah. I guess I don't know if I'd want to eat his <laughs> leftovers <laughs> knowing what else he's eaten too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's doing good. He likes it. Mm-hmm. Well, the first words he had to learn. Hodge. Like, mm-hmm, which means come, and that's probably the most common. Or like shipko, which is like quickly because he's really slow sometimes crossing the road, and the lights changing, and he's he's walking like a turtle. Or hodge too, which is like come here, hodge too. And I think those are the biggest ones that he knows. Yeah, from my side, I can tell that uh, he sometimes goes to work with me. I work in the office at school and all the ladies at work and just like him so much. So when their kids are not there and when the um, when the office is empty, he's, he emails with me some people and he just works really hard, just basically sleeping <laughs> on the other chair. Yeah, um, he's an he's a office dog now. Yeah, he's so spoiled. Okay, so another question. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Because when you first came to Poland, like your first month, and, and then I was like, oh, you just take tram there, you take the bus there, and I showed you the website, how to find places. You were terrified with public transportation. Why? <laughs> Why? And what has, has it changed? Or what are your feelings about public transportation that is a big part of Polish people life? Mm, yes. Well, when I first arrived, I knew that I was going to have to take buses and trams. And um, in Flagstaff, there are no trams and we have one bus and it never was convenient to take it because either I would have my bike or uh, take my car. So um, I didn't even know how to get the doors to open or like how to get out the bus or like where, how a bus stop worked, like which direction you're supposed to get on. Like all of it seems so foreign and then moving to a foreign place, it seemed like it should be kind of simple. Like, Oh, you just get on. But I mean, I'd never ever done that. It's like, so I was pretty upset and then you showed me the website and then I looked up the, that picture kind of like of the underground when they have that picture and it's all the different colors. And I felt like I was going to die I really did. I think I wanted to cry. And then I was just like, I'll never know how to get anywhere. And I don't understand. And so, yeah, there's a site that you can put where you're going and all this. And it's supposed to, and then it tells you like what, what stop and everything. But I just, I didn't know, like if I miss a stop, I didn't know how to get back and like what a line was. And I I mean, all of it was completely foreign and terrifying. So actually one time I was like, I'm going to go to a Bible study and so I had ice cream. I was taking ice cream and I'd made, made or made a cake. 
and I went running with Alex and we get on this bus and it, and it's like, I'm supposed to go to the end of the line. And I was scared about buses too, like moving or getting up on the bus. I was just like, so I, I found a seat and I'm just sitting there and I couldn't see the board of what was coming next. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm going to wait, you know? And then finally we hit the end of the line and I see like a building and I know that this building shouldn't be where I was going. And I get off because they were like, everybody get out. And so I get off and I'm like, oh no. And so I called the friends and they were like, oh yeah, you went the uh, the wrong way. So it's going to be like 45 minutes back on that line. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, I had ice cream, of course, <laughs> that day. And so I, I a lot of times I would just want to cry. And I, a lot of times I did. I mean, I was lost multiple times and really stubborn about it because I would get it in my head to find my way so but yeah things have gotten a lot better and I kind of told myself I wouldn't get a phone with data because I'm stubborn like that too and so I wanted to kind of have to learn myself like and be aware of what's going on around me so since I've been here I guess now I do but it's a lot of times it doesn't work um anyway so I can get around and it's pretty good um, and now sometimes I'm better than the website, I like to say, because people will be like, oh, well, what tram can we take? And obviously certain lines, but I understand it. And now it's like in my head and I feel pretty confident and excited about it. So I guess I have learned something, even if I can't speak Polish fluently. Oh, yeah, you can speak Polish. Yeah. And I can tell she's way better sometimes than me uh, with the buses and trams or something. And, you know, you knew the city before me because you were biking and you knew streets. And then I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know which stop is it. <laughs> I, I could not tell where, what places you're talking in Wrocław until I started biking, too. Um, so you said your story about getting lost or something <laughs> so do you have any funny stories sh to share from maybe last week last month something happening um I don't know if there's I'm trying to think of one that stood out just in the last couple months I know that when Beth was here um well I was thinking about just the general my sister came to visit and she was here for about a month and so we were going all over the place and a few times, well, it happened multiple times that, like, I'd talk to the neighbor lady or I'd talk to the guy at, you know, the rental car place or something. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, what'd they say? And I'm like, I think we were talking about this. Like, you know, I never knew. And she was laughing about that. And I, But I guess I just feel like that now all the time in my life. Like, I'm like, I'm never really sure if we are talking about what I think we're talking about. So it's just kind of... A running, but you had a story. You you made a face. Um, not really. Maybe you want to tell the story. Your English is pretty good. You're almost like a native speaker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I like, and I kept on telling it Rachel before, when before she started, like when she just started learning Polish. I'm like, I'm so excited because you will know Polish, and I know Polish, and we can talk in Polish when they're like people don't understand Polish and we can talk about them and they will not understand or something. So I like to use it a lot. <laughs> and I remember when first time um, I was in the office and there was some other American in my office and Rachel came and so and he had no clue about Polish or anything. So I was t and I was speaking to him and then I switched just briefly in, in 
uh, into Polish and started speaking to Rachel. And I know she understood everything, but her face <laughs> was so shocked. She just like could not understand. Like she, we can talk and we can understand each other where this dude didn't understand a thing. So I like to use it a lot. And like when we were visiting, uh, both of us, um, Beth, and we were visiting my parents, I, I like to use both languages because I know my parents don't speak English. So I could speak in English to girls about my parents or something. And then I could speak Polish where, oh, unfortunately, Rachel understood. Mm -hmm. I mean, but we used it against Beth sometimes. <laughs> Can you tell that story? I don't even remember, like... Uh, Edja has a younger sister and so there's a story that Beth hates and doesn't want anyone to talk about and so sometimes I still feel like I it's like the weirdest thing to be able to speak a language and feel like you're invisible and like they don't know and so I a lot of times I just felt like you know everyone knows what you're saying but I was like oh we'll test this out so I start it was Beth and Zosha Edja's sister and I sitting at the table and I started this story about Beth when she was little and this hamster, like she hates this story. And then um, Zosha's just laughing and laughing and Beth's like, what are you saying? Like just getting more and more mad, like tell me what you're saying. And then, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. What am I saying? And it was just really funny to be able to realize that she couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty like, funny. And it's pretty cool ability to speak the language that somebody doesn't understand. You feel like you're a spy, you know? Okay. But it happens that I I am using the wrong language too. So I would sometimes come up to my dad and say something fluently, like just the whole sentence in English and then I'm like, aha, and then translate myself into Polish. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was you had a, a hard job that weekend. Also, mm. oh, can you share your story about buying stamps? I don't think it's as funny. Is it a little tiny? it's funny okay well just a few days ago yesterday mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels mm -hmm. a little longer um i was going to buy stamps and i like geared myself up like i practiced in my head what i needed to say i still said it wrong and it just seems such a silly thing but um i went in and i was like went up to the lady and i was like oh cool i'm gonna say Anyway, I'm not going to... Anyway, I, I, I picked a number that was like, it would change the it whole It wasn't case. three for sure. Yeah. Mm -mm. Or four. No, you're and, not buying three stamps. Uh, no, I never buy three. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I went in, I tried to order or I asked for stamps and then she was just looking at me through the glass and she's all... And I said like, sześć, which is six. And she's all, cztery? And I was like, sześć. And she's all, cztery? Cztery means four. Yeah, four. And I was all... <laughs> and I'm just like we're both making eye contact through this glass and I'm just kind of like stopped and just staring at her like really okay I was all sześć she's all sześć okay and then she's all which country because I said like normal stamps I'm all Polska like it was just like everything I don't know how sześć and cztery sounded the same but yeah. and often I've had mistakes because here it's hard to order iced coffee because ice and ice cream are like the same word and plus Europeans don't like ice and so all of that combined several times I have ordered more drinks than I should have or just hot drinks or hot yeah. drinks on hot weather yeah it's it's hard it's hard to do that so anyway yeah but it's good you're doing very good um so 
What is your least favorite thing about Poland? Generally, you can choose anything. My family isn't here. Yeah. That's hard. I mean, the, all the nieces and nephews. I mean, that's probably the hardest thing. But I mean, you're probably talking about the country. Mm. <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, that too. I would say... I'm, I think it's still hard to just not be able to communicate as well as I'd like. Because it's like you see people and you want to get to know them and I would like to talk to people. But it just isn't possible, you know. So um, I think that would probably be my biggest struggle other than, I mean, I feel like there's plenty of, uh, like, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm lacking anything here as far as life goes. I think it's just the missing family and um yeah and just kind of not being able to speak and and just kind of always feeling like you are talking like a kid and you can't get past like how is your language going oh how was your day and then we can't talk about anything else because it took me too long to say that <laughs> anyway that's not true you can talk about different things no i can i'm just saying it i think that's hard it's just trying to get to know people and wanting to do better but it's like you can't learn much faster yeah. than it's pretty hard language yeah but yeah. just saying it's but. super super hard okay so also since you were you were you spent whole year at the university studying polish and then you had different classes and you and we used to do your homework <laughs> i was helping with some homework and i learned so she much she didn't do my homework i didn't rig irons <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty sure one of my classmates, well, I'm sure one of my classmates was convinced that Edja would do my homework. I wasn't. I was just helping. And and I learned about Polish and I and it's so complicated. She would show me the whole chart like how what different endings does the word get and I did not understand a thing. Like I know how to conjugate the word, but I don't know why is it that ending or something. And I always feel sorry. Anyways, but and you had different classes and you learned so much and probably you know more than Polish people about Wrocław or generally Poland. But one of the f um, things that they found, find interesting is you learn so much about communism in Poland. So I would like you to maybe share something that you learned about communism in Poland and like how do you observe it in influences culture? Like we observe things now. You understand the question? Mm, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a big one. It's a big one, but it's very interesting because I think you you know more about communism like than people my age or maybe younger. What do you want me to say about the time? So though? what? Yeah, what was communism? When was it here? And what? I'm how really, did the life? I'm the worst like? at dates, but I know it no ended dates. in 1995. Two, one. Ah, see, I was back backing up. There you go. So 91, but so after Poland was declared, like, which means... <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual word. No. But can you say the what it is? like Currently? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it was like, oh, it's a free country, it really wasn't, because instantly communism kind of took over. And so after they were under, like, during the war, I guess, then it kind of went to communism and then you had to um 
to go to the store for groceries or anything really, you would have, but especially groceries, you'd have a card and it would have like ration card. So that was how much you could have that week. And it would be like a hundred grams of sugar or I think that was hundred grams of chocolate, 250 grams of sugar. I'm trying to try to remember one pack of cigarettes, one small bottle of vodka for a whole family one like uh your half a kilo of flour anyway so that was like what you could have but you'd go to the store and there would be a big line and then there wouldn't be anything there and so what they always say is that there was often just vinegar and um bay leaves yeah so you go to the store and that was kind of all that they had in stock on the shelves and there are pictures of that maybe i will post those as well on the show notes but uh, yeah, it was really interesting um, to hear and like people didn't have like colored TVs till really, really late. You didn't have, there wasn't like uh, places to go buy clothes and, and stuff like that besides what everyone had kind of. But there was this place called, Lum- no, that's, uh, Pevex? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, Pevex. And that was like, it's kind of interesting because that was a place where it had like all the fancy stuff, all the imported stuff, all the things people wanted. And you could from only... US of A. From, yeah. And you could only buy things there with dollars. But when you, like, let's say you had a rich relative in the United States and they sent you money, they then the government would come and take your money because you couldn't have dollars. So I really don't know how that store worked, but I actually, well, I do, because those who are higher up in, you know, um, like people who had more money were able to go there as well. I mean, and and who, like, were higher up in the government. Also, you couldn't have, oh, man, what was the other? Oh, like cars, were you, you, like there weren't really cars, um, and they were way, way, way too expensive. Nobody could afford them. And so then that's when actually they started making the Fiat 126P. And then Why do you know so much about this car? Because I want one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called in uh, Polish, they call it Maluch. That's a nickname. And it was made in Poland and it was considered a family car. And if you see this car, it looks a little bit bigger than like one of the, the minis. like Or no, yeah, mini cars, I guess. The really small ones. It's smaller than a Mini Cooper for sure. And so they called it a family car. And from, uh, oh man, all through communism, like that was the car that people would have because they could actually afford it. And they would put a whole family in there and bikes and they'd have stuff on top. And I'll put a picture of that up too, because I really like them and they're pretty cool. Now they're kind of, um, cool to have. And, you know, um, they're kind of really a historic I think it's hipster to have it. Yeah, I I definitely think it is. And I mean, it's just kind of a cooler thing now because it's like, oh, this is what we had or they had when, you know, we didn't have anything. And and they're like a historic vehicle now and stuff. So it's pretty cool. But they actually finished, uh, quit making them in 2000, uh, which is kind of later than I would have thought. But they started making them in 79, I think, was the first year. And... The body. She read a lot about that. I didn't know this much about Maluch. Yeah. And the body changed a little bit, but mostly the engine stayed the same, except for in 97, they moved the engine from the back to the front, so it was a little bit safer. 
um, and a few other things that I don't understand changed. So anyway, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, and everyone had work in communism, sort of, even though you didn't really get paid a lot. It's just kind of like, I don't know, it just seemed interesting. And so now, um, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because you hear a lot of older people saying that it was better in communism and that things would be better if it was still like back in the day when everyone had work and, but it's like we have, they have more stuff now, but a lot of those older people would rather be back in that day, probably because you don't have to worry and you don't have to find work. And I don't know, I should ask. So maybe I'll find some older people to talk to about that who have time and want to listen to me. Oh, more questions? Yeah, if you have any. I mean, unless I you wanted to elaborate on that one. Um, mm, maybe. Maybe a little bit. I mean, I haven't really lived in communism, but I hear stories, and like my parents would tell me that t- they would have to stand in the line for a few hours to get toilet paper. You know, like something that we get ev- like at any time. That was... It was thing you have to thought think about it ahead, <laughs> standing in the line, or like I I like stories of my parents about maluch because we had it and I remember it we had it for super long and five of us fit in there, um, but my dad had one before and like in the snow he would um, he would fall into into the side of the road into the snow and like basically on his roof so some people would stop and then like turn him over and then he would drive again (laughs) because this is how the car was built like it was just fine and then he said that one time he had so many potatoes my dad lived in the village and they had big farm so he said he had this many potatoes (laughs) like bags of potatoes uh, in the in maluch that that he could ar- like hardly fit in there. He could only drive, but the whole car was so packed. And then so he was driving, and he sees that the hitchhiker, right? <laughs> and he's like, and he stops. My dad stops, and he's like, "You can come on in, but if you fit in there." But then, so the hitchhiker was so stubborn. He's like, "I will fit in there." So he basically was laying on the all the all the, all the potatoes and like touching the roof <laughs> from inside. Oh, the oh, wow. So, yeah, I guess the transportation was in... Well, I mean, there weren't so many cars, so he was like, oh, I need to get this car. But it's pretty funny. So, That's my awesome. pa- yeah, that would be super cool to get one maluch. Um, that would be fun. Uh, so, maybe last question. Like, what advice would you give to somebody who is planning to come to Poland? Like, maybe for a few weeks week's trip Mm. like what advice what to bring what not to say what to say like how to act why not to point i point (laughs) Mm -hmm. well i am teasing rachel all the time because supposedly in poland you shouldn't point at people or like at things i don't know i could never do that my parents told me not to point so i didn't and now i'm telling rachel not to point (laughs) Mm. and i'm i'm an american so i'm always pointing Mm -hmm. um Oh, man, advice. I would say bring a variety of clothes because the weather is going to change a lot and quickly every day, (laughs) even in the summer, I think. Um, And I guess I don't know. I don't know what else I'd tell somebody. (laughs) Have fun and enjoy it. Meh.
Yeah, well, thank you very much for answering all my questions. I don't have any more prepared. Yes. You can say the joke. What's the joke? I don't know. Mm, I had a joke, but everybody knows it. <laughs> Maybe somebody doesn't. What do you call a cow with one leg? I don't know. Steak. <laughs> What do you call a cow with two legs? I don't know. Lean beef. <laughs> What do you call a cow with three legs? I don't know. Tri-tip. <laughs> It's tri-tip. Um, What do you call a cow with no legs? Steak. Ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call a cow jumping over a barbed wire fence? Grill. Utter destruction. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's okay. that's my grand finale. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for interviewing me and listening to some of those answers. And I'm looking forward to upcoming guests. We will be having uh, two girls from India sharing uh, about their experience, why they're here in Poland, and some of their funny stories of uh, the transition here and um, language stories as well. So it's pretty funny. And I'll also be having a, a student from, well, she's from the United States studying Uh, for her PhD here, and she's writing about German settlements in Poland during the 20th century. And so that's actually, she has a lot of information. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. And also a woman from Korea who had everything riding on a pia one piano concert when her mind just went blank and that she wasn't able to play anything. And so we'll hear more about that and how that changed her life. So uh, stay tuned, and I look forward to sharing these other stories with you. Thanks for listening today. And I would just like to encourage you to go to iTunes uh, and uh, rate the show and subscribe. And also go to the website, thatinternationallife.com, to check out the show notes and also any new updates that we have there. So until next time.